beautiful. Welcome to the show, Thoughts, Action, Success. This week, we're going to talk about growing your self-confidence. It goes without saying that those confident individuals who can hold up better than those who have lower sense of the self, they're the achievers, the people of the limelight, the centre of the universe. They walk straight, speak their meanings very well, and influence people both subtly and obviously. In short, they are those who are recognisable even from afar. Sometimes self-confident people are very much loved by the universe. It's maybe due to their charisma, or they are by nature very amicable. However, there are those self-confident individuals who, just by leaving the room, make it lighter. There are two very dissimilar displays of self-confidence. One destroys a person's credibility, and the other intensifies their personality. And obviously, you would want, not want the consequences of being too confident of yourself that people no longer view you as effective. Instead, they see you as annoyance to their day. Self-confidence comes from within. Outside stimulation may help, but it will all still boil down to knowing yourself and using that knowledge to gain confidence. To get confidence, you must realise that your limitations must not limit you and your attributes must not destroy you. Instead, use all those factors to develop a personality that will be productive for you and those that surround you. Know yourself and get confidence. Recognise through knowledge comes nowhere but inside you. Thus you have to accept the reality that unless you embrace your flaws and perfection, the demons and low self-confidence would stay forever lingering within you and your being. There is a great risk in knowing too much of yourself, though, if your foundation of self-control is not developed enough. You will be exposed to your imperfections, and since you don't have that control that's been developed within you, it's possible that you can get eaten up by your own flaws. This type of condition is closely intertwined with thought rumination, wherein you seem to go around in your circle of your thoughts about your losses and failures, regardless of what you have achieved, and we've all achieved. Another danger of having no control over yourself or trying to build your self-confidence is that you might get too confident that then you lose the value of having your sense of self. As I said earlier, overconfidence can be just as dangerous as having no confidence at all. This then sends you back to failures or worse, eventual downfall. Everything has to start somewhere. Unless you start revamping your self-confidence, you will have to agonise endlessly with the very thing you are fearful of, low self-confidence. Our self-confidence is the accumulation of all our reactions to the experiences that life has thrown at us, brought us, given us. The manner by which we are guided by the older people in our environment, those influences, and how we and the society view us. 
Many factors are contributors to our personal understanding of confidence. One determining factor is how well we expect ourselves and the circumstances of our life should be. Many tend to fall into the trap of creating unrealistic expectations. And in this process, their losses are becoming too painful that they eventually suffer the effects of creating lower self-confidence. Others, on the other hand, lean more on playing safe and thus creating more achievable goals that are easier to attain. And because achievements add largely to the development of self-confidence, these people benefit from knowing that they are somehow capable of doing something. You may have already heard the expression, it's all in the mind. And for many psychological and emotional conditions, we can actually say that everything is all in the mind. They started and developed from the mind, and so the antidote might as well come from the same source. You can always condition yourself to feel the way you want or to feel the way you don't want. You can suppress emotions and in the process help emotions materialise. Say you want to feel hatred of yourself of not being good enough. If you make yourself believe in that hatred and you truly are convinced you are not good enough, you will only get two products. One, genuine hatred, and two, lower self-esteem. The majority of us are caught unaware with our words. We sometimes fail to check ourselves of the things we are registering in our subconscious mind. You may not have deliberately said it, but recently you may have heard yourself mumble, I'm a loser or I'm not worthy of anything. Your subconscious self might as well believe that these are the facts. Even now, as I share my show with you, many of you out there may believe in these statements. They are not mere words. They are for real, and they will eventually dig deep in your subconscious mind, which will then integrate it into your being and have a flow-on effect. If you believe in these, then there is now a way that you won't believe in their direct opposite. Central to building self-confidence is one's belief in themselves. Whatever you set your mind to believe, you'll take as factual. Thus, you only have to manipulate the values that you would like to require. Otherwise, no amount of waiting can make you change. The motivation must come from within you. Suggestions may come from external sources, such as a coach, but in the end, it will be you and you, yourself only, that will set out to do the battle. Change must begin from within you. You may start with talking to yourself using positive statements like, I am great. You really, truly are a great individual waiting for your talents to be tapped. Let me tell you that now. Or you are beautiful because I totally believe in this. We are all created beautiful and we all are beautiful. You can't stay long in your madness over having low, low self-esteem. Somehow you have to change your perspectives and live a different life that looks forward to better things. 
Everybody is capable of doing anything only if we give our hearts into it and we set our minds into doing it. No one is deprived of the capacity to enjoy life's successes. Only those who deprive themselves of these gifts are the sufferers. Are you among them? Leave your answer hanging and whisper it to yourself. Are you among them? Whatever the output is, see to it that you will change things for the better. If you can say that you are confident enough, then good. But don't settle yourself with what's enough. There will always be gaps and you should seize the opportunities for improvement. How painful it would be to know that you were equipped with everything you need to achieve but did not use them? To help explain, I'll share a little story with you right now. There was once a young eagle who happened to be raised in a village of chickens. He was oriented to chicken living and was raised to believe that he was one of them. For a long time, he watched the eagles hover in mid-air with their display of magnificence. Each time, he would stand in awe of the airborne eagles and wish that he was born like them. But every day, he dared not to spread his wings. His heart would cry for soaring, the heights that the eagle soared. He failed to discover his potentials and real self, and thus he died a chicken, ever longing to become one of those to which he truly belongs. Let me tell you this, every one of us is an eagle. We are all capable of, to fly to the maximum of our potentials. But unless we spread our wings and dare to discover our real selves, we will forever be bounded by our failure to transcend heights and become the real person that we were meant to become. Now, if we would only realise the eagle that is sleeping within us, we could all live a life of happiness and contentment. We are all born entitled with achievements and successes. The universe is so good for us that she took time to secure everything that we would need to soar. Everything is within us. Don't waste this very opportunity by putting loads on your back so you will be limited and thus incapable of flying. Be like an eagle who has unearthed himself from the mud of being a chicken. Chickens are meant for slaughter. In the same way, if we choose to be chickens, then we would have to accept the reality that our purpose would be defeated. That is, to give glory to the universe who has kept us in her arms and fed us with everything we needed. Be like an eagle and live a life free from the damaging culture of the chickens. Be like an eagle and make yourself benefit from the confidence you can get from being a mighty creature. Optimism. It all lies in our positive perception of our personality, the events occurring around us and life itself. So as long as we believe in the goodness that we may have in life, we are bound to enjoy it the way everyone should. Unfortunately, many of us cannot grasp optimism from a life that is muddled with miseries and struggles. Of course, life's pleasure would not be appreciated if it were not equal with unhappiness. We need, we need both sides. Pain can't be felt if all we knew was joy. Tears will lose their worth if we always experience happiness. 
confidence would not be recognised if we don't fall flat on our face sometimes. But it's that ability to get up and shake ourselves off and, and move on. To look at it and chalk it up to our experiences. What did we learn from this? And how can we use that to be better in the future? Life is a gratifying privilege and we can make everything we want from it. But we have to start early and building our foundations so that we won't have to lose precious moments that shall never pass us by again. We only get one chance at this. A moment that's gone is gone forever. But your light won't even lose its value long after you've gone. With optimism in life, we are able to recognise the fullness of our potential. Everyone has an equal chance for recognition, yet many of us fail to share with the limelight because we surrender even before the battle began. If you want to share with what the world offers, you must be brave enough. Nothing should stop you from living your life. Not even there are miserable demons of low self-confidence. Those who brave life are those who are confident enough of themselves. Sometimes we just have to take risks so that we might discover what lies in our road ahead. Taking risks, though, does require lots of faith in yourself. Without this, you would be like a warrior who has lost his armour. Just remember, from birth, we were equipped with all the skills that we will use in the later stages of our lives. One such skill is the ability to face challenges and to face them with faith, both in ourselves and in the universe, to have our backs. All of us have an equal chance to develop our sense of self, even when it feels like others are much more blessed than us. Stop scrolling on social media. We normally have the common notion that life is unfair, when in fact it's not. We all have our share of blessings and our share of challenges. It just lies in our perception of things and the manner by which we handle them. The same thing goes with self-confidence and self-esteem. Many of us think that those we look up to have a greater share of blessings because they can carry themselves better. They can face the public better and are much more eloquent and much more confident than most of us. Remember, though, that before they even got there, they had to face challenges that contributed to their self-esteem and self-confidence. All of us can be that person, but only if we believe in ourselves enough. We just have to find our own enlightenment to be able to achieve the buildings of good foundations for our self-esteem and our self-confidence. Changes must come within before we can accept the assistance that comes from the outside. Realisation of how valuable you are and how beautifully you were created cannot be helped by outside reinforcement if you, yourself, do not want to accept this one simple truth. Go on, help in the discovery of yourself and that is among the most wonderful venture you take in life. There is no one single factor that we can consider as the pull from which low self-confidence comes from. In fact, it's actually the accumulation of mishaps and lacks in the past that we are failing to unearth and give due remedy. 
It's the outcome of our failure to recognise who we truly and what are the hampers to our own growth. Low self-confidence is obviously delimitating. It will send us stomping on our endowed capacities and instead take our failures as early defeats. We give up. It will confine us in our comfort zone where everything is safe from humiliation and further mistakes. Those that don't do anything will never make mistakes because they're not doing anything anyhow. The comfort zones will then make us believe that we must not go out from its four corners because out there, out there in that big world, disappointments and losses await. We don't want to deal with them. But even when we tell ourselves how harsh and messed up things may get, we must not surrender to that inner critic that thrives inside us. Shut it down. Go, that's nice. Thanks for telling me that. But I have another opinion. We must all rate it, defeat it, and show off ourselves to the world. Low self-confidence develops during our childhood, unfortunately. There are many of us out there that had parents, teachers, friends and foes who were keener to focus on our deficiencies rather than our talents. They would tell us of our mistakes and kill our inner drives. These may not actually be said direct to our face, but their actions and body language were enough to convince us that we were losers. Perhaps you live in a situation when you feel that someone knows nothing of imperfection. Or maybe you were the younger sister of someone who always achieved in school, thus the intense focus on them and frequent disregard for you. Maybe you feel that people do things for you when they feel like you can't do things on your own. These are subtle triggers that all contribute to your eventual loss of self-confidence. Because of such poor models and lack of attention given on you, you would soon find that you're incapable of doing things when in fact you have gifts beyond your own recognition. Your belief on their beliefs then send you blaming yourself for all your failures. And at times you even convince yourself that you're also responsible for the failures of those who have close contact with you. As a child, sweeping statements will be a commonplace for you. You would have convinced yourself of how stupid you were, even without the reinforcement that comes from the warped people surrounding you. And as the process goes on, you would learn to ignore the blind negative accusations that people throw at you. And to add up more miseries on your already piling up of problems, you, le you would learn to accept that there is nothing more to life but defeats and failures. By now your faith in yourself is so low. It's been weakened by all these events. Therefore, you try not to even resolve your conflict on a sense of self and don't even dare to plan on how to get through the self-tormenting course of life. Solutions and helpful people would try to come, would come to you and, and try to help you out. However, your reactions would either, either to push them away or just totally disregard them. They're not for me. I'm not worthy of this. Then you continue in this phase and you soon discover that salvation from lower self-confidence is presenting itself to you. But you're too muddled in your own world 
that it be, it's become way too impossible to cure the problem. Unless some sort of life-changing miracle comes across your way. But don't be fooled. Even the most confident people have their insecurities and the most confident are even flawed. Though we may have dreamt of being the perfect person we see in other people's lives, maybe that's on social media when we're scrolling through Instagram, we need to always remember and understand that nothing is perfect. The things we would want to happen in our lives don't necessarily happen the way we want them to be, however tactful our plans are. The very things we want to attain will not pass us by so long as we won't as long as we continue to work towards achieving them. But it does take effort to make things happen though. And just remember the self-confident people have acquired their attributes not out of luck. It's often said that the most beautiful people, they don't just happen. They know about hardship. They know about suffering. They know about defeat, struggle and loss. But they also truly understand the depth of their worth. Everyone is built for recognition, for achievement, for fame. The capacity to be confident of oneself was not given by random. It all lies within us. Like with all the other things, we are in equal standing with that of the person sitting next to us. The difference, though, lies in our personal treatment of the capabilities that we were endowed with. Initial development of self-confidence comes from our childhood, the fashion by which we were brought up. The opportunities that honed us to be the persons that we are and our reactions to the challenges that were given to us. At a very young age, we already know how it feels to be humiliated or on the other side, to be encouraged. At a very young age, we are already capable of giving interpretations of the way things happen to us. If during our childhood we failed to react positively to reasons like lack of or improper guidance, poor models and insufficient knowledge, it's likely that as we journey through our lives, we become dependent on how the things went during, during that foundation, during those early initial stages. But with age comes maturity. And maturity arises from the experiences we are encountering. Experiences as we know them are among the great teachers we have. Failure to take advantage of the experiences we encounter will only send us back to the same circumstances until we are able to spot where we've gone wrong. Therefore, we have no excuse that we were not given the chance to improve with each experience. You see, improving self-confidence is just a matter of becoming mature. If you become complacent with the idea of settling for a lack of achievement and recognition, then you will fail to comprehend that life is more than mediocre living. Everyone can improve self-confidence regardless of how we were in the past. What only matters now is the present. 
you need to take stock of yourself and believe that you have the capacity to be anything and everything you want to be, that you are a step higher towards achieving self-confidence. There are lots of ways that you can do things to help you improve your self-confidence. But one of the keys is to have the positive mindset that anybody can do anything and adaptation of the belief that you can be anybody and you can be anything you set your mind to be. If all else fails, focus on remembering the moments when you felt good because you were able to achieve something by feeling good about yourself. That way, you'll be encouraged to become a better person. Be there when that, that amazing feeling person you always want to be. Small differences make great changes. It all boils down to a single idea that helps you recreate your self-image. Remember when you were so confident of having done something and someone commented on how bad things were? Remember when you were struggling to finish your work satisfactorily and someone said, you know, well, don't worry about it, you're never going to make a promotion anyhow. Remember when you set out to run 10Ks and people scrutinised you for having such a goal. Remember all those times. They were all based on pessimistic commentaries that were of no use but to destroy the spirit in you that says you can. Self-confidence and positive thinking have an interrelationship. If you think positively of yourself and take stock of all positive attributes you have, while considering the worth of those isn't as strong, then you can at least make yourself believe that you can actually do and make things happen. Positive thinking is not about being overly hopeful of something that's unachievable. Central to boosting self-confidence and positive thinking is the setting of realistic goals that you can reach for while not limiting your capacities and capabilities. Normally, when we set out to do something, we tend to over-calculate things and plan to achieve things beyond our present reach. But think that this would encourage us to work twice as hard. But we've also got to get a bit of a balance here because the point that we need to remember is that once we fail our expectations and the expectations of those around us, we can be discouraged to try things again. So as we start on this journey, during our initial attempts, it's not bad if we set achievable goals rather than confidence-boosting unrealistic goals that will leave us dismayed. We need a bit of a balance of both. When you really need to feel good about yourself, remember that self-confidence is largely controlled by the hormonal balance in our body. So you can alter your mood by stimulating yourself to do so. Let me share with you how this actually works. Think about a time when you've been able to achieve something or when you have cheerleaders who pushed you to achieve something greater than you ever thought possible. How did that make you feel? What were your emotions when you did achieve that goal? 
how do you feel in those moments when you feel really happy and energized? Controlling the reins of your moods and emotions can contribute to your overall confidence. At one point of our lives, we've all been and are and continue to be, if you're anything like me, our own critics. Undue criticisms don't only make us vulnerable to negative thoughts, they also affect our overall personal perspectives. Have you noticed how we often criticise ourselves without even realising that we can't say those very things to other people? We are harsher to ourselves than we can imagine. And with every negative piece of feedback from this critic, we are left upset and unconfident. It's like tearing down the walls that we've been building up over time in exchange for a few unjust remarks that we very rarely need. Avoid using sweeping statements about yourself because these are the very things that will eventually strip you of your good self-image. Reframing those comments will give yourself a huge impact on your self-confidence. If we allow it, the worst destruction comes within us. Some may argue that we are affected by external pessimism. Yeah, this is true to a certain extent, yet we need to remember that this only affects us once we allow the entry into ourselves. If we shut the door, it can't come in. Therefore, by focusing on strengthening up our self-confidence muscles to provide the barriers from negative inputs, this doesn't become a factor. Confidence is the stuff of life that we are all made from. The difference just comes with our understanding and acceptance of things. Some people are just keener to recognise themselves and their capabilities than others. It all lies in, on our perception of ourselves, our understanding of possibilities and our capability to put our understanding and perception to good use. Like being rich, we often think that self-confidence is something that all others have except us. But you see, life was created equal and it is meant to be equal. Inequality just comes with our emotions of what we've already yet failed to recognise and what others have that we crave for. Don't be harsh with yourself. Don't deprive yourself from the enjoyment of life. You need to take stock of yourself and refrain from making excuses, such as looking over your neighbour's fences while blinding your eyes from the gold mine that's present in your own grounds. Always a beauty that no one can take away from others than ourselves. We were all gifted with talents and skills and beauty and wonder along with the gift to use or disregard them. But once we recognise our potentials, we will find that life has more to offer than mediocrity. We have to understand though that there are a couple of things that we are limited from. But these aren't compensated by the fact that we carry the potential of excelling in other things. Only we have to find our veins and our fortes. Our understanding might be limited with our own past experiences, yet this does not negate the fact that we can widen our perception towards ourselves if we just push one step higher towards creating positive images of who we truly are. 
Remember that our improvement and our downfall are dependent on how we choose to carry things. It doesn't mean that when you achieve others, achieve far better things. They're not taking these achievements from your own vault of potentials. It just means that they were able to recognise their capabilities and use this discovery to their own advantage. Generally, self-confidence and the manner by which we increase it are achievable only when we dare to do things that we first thought are way out of our own capacities. We sometimes fail to recognise that simple things can help in delivering to us the glories of confidence. We can achieve the development of our self-confidence in a multitude of ways. Activities like developing your verbal skills through writing and public relations will help largely in increasing your sense of self-worth. Most of us have a fear of being in the public, you know, public speaking. You don't even want to think about what went through my head before I started this show. But once we get over this fear, we are likely to discover more of our capabilities later on. You may also find reinforcement of self-confidence from cultivating your innate talents. Say maybe you're fond of combining notes and poetry, or you have a natural tendency to get involved with music. You can help self save yourself from your low confidence by redirecting this interest to these sort of activities. You can perhaps write music and allow others to appreciate your compositions or get involved with poetry and develop the genius in you. We all have a genius zone. We just need to find it and nurture it and grow it. Some may call it our passion, finding our why. There are endless possibilities. You just have to be open to them. Remember that the only being that stops you from developing is yourself. And the only being that would spar you towards your happiness is yourself. It is your time to decide. Will you be your greatest enemy or your greatest help? So I'm just going to recap here on some of the key takeaways I want you to have from the show about growing your self-confidence. Self-confident individuals can take two forms. Those that light up the room when they arrive and those that do so when they leave. I want you to be the version that are the achievers, the people of the limelight, the centre of society, to influence people both subtly and obviously. Remember, my mission is for you to be the best version of yourself. That's what my coaching is all about, helping people be the best version of themselves. Self-confidence comes from within. Outside influence may help, but it all still boils down to knowing yourself and using that knowledge to gain confidence. To get confidence, you must realise that your perceived limitations must not limit you. And your attributes must not destroy you. Instead, use them to your advantage. I'd love you if you would join me again next Saturday, 10 a.m. Queensland time, for the next edition of Thoughts, Action, Success. We will talk about irresistible you, how to impress anyone and become more attractive in a whole myriad 
of situations. I currently have some limited vacancies for new coaching clients and wanted to offer the opportunity to my show viewers and listeners first. If you're interested in finding out more about coaching and if it would work for you, then I'd love to talk to you and have a complimentary non-obligation discovery session so you can experience it for yourself. Just pop on over to my Facebook page or my website, kirstyjohnson.com, and all my contact details are on there. In the meantime, why don't you join me in the Thoughts, Action, Success Facebook group for some more exclusive action and access to inspo action, notes, and other material from this and previous episodes. In the meantime, have a fantastic rest of the weekend, and we will talk again soon. See ya.